0: This is Behind the Brush by St. Jack. And then he said something that in that one single moment, it just like I could feel the words absorb into my skin and I felt instantly better and my thinking shifted entirely. He said, We always overthink the bombs and we don't take in the highs enough. Hello and welcome back to Behind the Brush. It's me, it's Beth, your host, makeup artist, and founder of Saint Jack Cosmetics. How are ya? Little life update before I jump into today's episode, just to keep you in the loop. On the last episode of the podcast, I let everyone know that I have officially entered the research and development phase for Saint Jack product number two. Yes, cue the excited music. Since I recorded that episode though, I actually don't have much to report. (laughs) Research and development can take such a long time because you have to define exactly what you want your product to be, what you want it to smell like, feel like, what you want it to do and what claims you want it to make. For example, the makeup cleaning mist kills bacteria on your makeup, right? Or it's Australian made, these sorts of things. So there's a lot that goes into it once you actually define the requirements. Because once you've done that, then the manufacturer has to take all of those kind of wants and needs and desires, and they've got to go work out what the little formula is going to be and what it's going to do. And then they've got to source all of the ingredients for samples. So in the last episode, I did mention that I was heading to Sydney, which was, to be honest, like a personal trip because I wanted to go see Buddy Franklin kick his thousandth goal, which he did. And I stormed the field. But I was actually hoping that I would be able to make that coincide with a meet and greet with my new manufacturer in person and pick up the first sample. However, there was a delay in sourcing the ingredients. So of course, I still had an amazing trip, but that just goes to show how quickly delays can start happening in the process of actually creating a product from scratch. So I did already say I am documenting the whole process over on my TikTok, which you can follow the handle for that one is at St. Jack Cosmetics. I know that some of you are very interested in how products are made and then some of you couldn't care less (laughs) and you're just kind of happy to like buy it without thinking about it. But I do think that as consumers, we are demanding more and more of brands. Like these products should be sustainable. They should be ethically made. They should be Australian made. Like, they should be produced in a certain way. And I think it's good for us all as consumers to see how that actually puts pressure or manifests on the brand side of things, especially for a small business, because it can be really hard and really expensive to satisfy all those needs. So anyway, that's enough for now. Let's jump into the juice of today's episode, which is all about my recent experience and having a little bit of a meltdown and how I killed my creative confidence and brought it back from the dead. So let's get into it. Have you ever made or done something, whether it's creating a bit of content, filming a TikTok? doing a makeup look on yourself where you have this extraordinary vision or maybe even doing a makeup look on a client. And no matter how much effort you put into that thing, you're just not 100% happy with it. And then afterwards you feel like absolute shit. Has that happened to you? Because that happened to me a few weeks ago. Certainly not for the first time, but this was a very defining moment for me. So let's wind it back. A few weeks ago, I had booked a content creation job for a brand. So this was a paid job and I was given a brief. I didn't need to do a review or share my thoughts on the product. I also didn't even have to post it on any of my social media channels. The job was simply to create a video demonstrating how to use this product in a particular way. I had actually already purchased this product myself before, so I felt really good about it. I knew how it worked. I knew that it was a good product in general. And I was like, yeah, 100%, I can totally do this. Now, The brief for the job was, in my opinion, pretty tight, meaning there were quite a few guidelines about, for example, the type of lighting that I should use and more importantly, the type of lighting I shouldn't use, as well as what I should be wearing and the settings of my camera. And despite all of this, you know, I was still feeling pretty good about it, like not a problem. So I'd set aside an hour or so to do the job in the afternoon when the sun would be hitting right through the windows of the lounge room upstairs. And my day started off great. I felt good about it. I went and had breakfast with a new friend of mine. I did a bunch of work for St. Jack. I was packing orders. I did everything I needed to do. And then I was ready to roll. I sat down. I had all of my makeup in front of me, had the product ready to go. And then I don't know if you guys get this, but something kind of snapped. And as I started filming, almost instantly, might I add, I could feel the pressure building, the pressure to look a certain way the pressure to create a certain kind of content, content that also looks a certain way. And this wasn't like from the brief I'd been given. This was pressure that was coming from the expectations that I had set for myself in my own head. I was frustrated, but I persisted carrying this doubt in me for every single little part of the video that I still had to film and, you know, maybe at that point I should have actually stopped, but I was like, Oi, like I've come this far. Might as well just get it done. I'm sure it's not going to be that bad. So when I was done, I still felt like shit. And I was like, Oh, I'm not sure about this. But, you know, like when you do a makeup look or something and then you're not happy with it and you just want it to get the fuck off your face. <laughs> That's where I was at. So I was like, Look, I've done what I needed to do. Like I've actually met all the requirements of this brief for this particular job. We're all sweet. Jumped in my dressing gown after taking my makeup off, jumped on the phone to have a look at the content. And I hated all of it. I hated the makeup that I had on in the video. I hated the way that my hair looked. I hated the high definition function on my camera that was bringing out every single imperfection in my skin that is not even visible to the human eye. Now, you guys know this. I go on my Instagram stories all the time, talk to you guys. I film TikTok videos like my next meal depends on it. I'm pretty comfortable in front of the camera, but in each and every single one of these little mini videos that was going to make a big video, I just thought I looked miserable and then enters the breakdown. There were tears and not the cute like ones. It was like the ugly It was those ones, those ones that you struggle to breathe through because. I had a million bitchy and negative self-talk comments running through my little bing bong brain. I'm not talented enough for this. Why would anyone pay me to do this? They will never book me for a job like this again. And then it gets so much worse because I start comparing myself to kind of the elusive everyone else. Like everyone else is just so much better than me. So I'm thinking everyone is so much more talented than me. Why can't I be like them? I will never be like them, even though I hadn't defined who them or they were. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? Like just thinking that you are the absolute worst. I'm not going to lie. Like it took me a little while to calm down and recover from this one. And like, sure, you know, there were other things that were going on in my little dumpster fire of a brain that day. You I was stressed about work. I was stressed about money. I was stressed about, you know, general life shit, but I am telling you, This is the least talented and the least sure of myself I have felt in years. My family tried to comfort me. The friend I'd just met hours before texted me and she was like, oh, how'd you go with that piece of content? And I was like, oh, it was really bad. And then she tried to comfort me and like nothing was really scratching the surface of making me feel better. And so in the group chat, my best friends could tell that I was off, right? Like I have such supportive friends. And so they were like, that's cool. Like, you don't have to talk about it. We love you. We're sure it's fine, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, it's fine. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just going to roll myself up into like a little warm cinnamon bun. I'm going to watch Bridgeton or MAPS or something and just like pretend that this never happened. <laughs> and then I got a separate text from my friend Hamish. And he is an extraordinarily talented guitarist and musician. So he himself is a creative just in another field. And he asked me again if I wanted to talk about it. And with him, I knew that I didn't actually have to explain like the ins and outs of what had gone wrong or like what this meant or blah, blah, blah. I just simply had to say, I had a creative job that I needed to do and I bombed it. It just like I could feel the words absorb into my skin and I felt instantly better and my thinking shifted entirely. He said, we always overthink the bombs and we don't take in the highs enough. I am so prone to beating myself up, but I so rarely pat myself on the back. I don't celebrate the TikToks that I've made that have made like thousands of people laugh or makeup that I've done that made people and women feel like a million bucks on days that are so special to them that they will remember forever. My own negative bullshit killed my creativity and confidence that day. Like, Sure, I was in a good mood before I set up to film, but if I am being really honest, as soon as my ass hit that chair, I was already doubting myself and doubting whether or not I was good enough for that opportunity. But this reminder from my friend that we all have this vulnerability, it brought me back from the brink. So that night I decided I'm just going to put this all in my mental bin and I'm not going to worry about this for the rest of the night. I don't need to feel like crap about myself for the rest of the night. And I made the decision that I was going to start fresh tomorrow. So the following day I went to the gym, I got my favorite coffee, shout out to Hector's in South Melbourne. I went to the beach, I sat on the sand and I grounded myself. At the end of the day, Sitting on the sand, feeling the sand in my little fingies and looking at the ocean, seeing all the little doggos walk past, and then I saw a triple rainbow. I knew this is just some little video for some little brand, but that does not mean that I have to feel small. I knew I could have submitted what I did the day before and the brand would have been fine with it. It wouldn't have been an issue. This was about how I was feeling about myself. And so I knew that I wanted to do better. And more importantly, I wanted to feel better. So knowing that I had already kind of hit the you know requirements for what needed to be submitted, this was all going to be gravy. I was going to do it all over again. And I was going to take the pressure down. So I sat my ass back down on that very same chair. I was going to say that I put on my favorite tunes, but in reality, this video did not require sound. And so I actually watched all of Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> which is like one of my little comfort movies. And it just puts me in a great mood, right? I decided to wear a top that actually makes me feel really good about myself. I chose to do a makeup look that I know never fails me. And the results were miles ahead of what I did the day before. A simple shift in my mindset and a reminder that we are all victims to our inner saboteur brought my creative confidence back from the dead. And as for the content, I submitted both versions in the end because I thought, well, fuck it, like I've done both of them so they can have both of them. <laughs> and which one was the winner, do you think, okay? Obviously, version 2, where I was trusting myself, where I did not sit down to doubt myself. In fact, they even actually emailed me like a day or two after I submitted it and they were like, "We love it." And in my head, I was like, "Ugh, I bet you they don't," and I never hear from them again. But then 2 days ago they shared it on their social media when they didn't have to. So there you go. So what was the point of this story time, Beth? What's the point of this episode? Because I know that I'm going to have a moment of doubt again. But I also know you will. And I also know that my friend who is a musician will, and I also know my dad, who is a retired carpenter who makes beautiful handmade timber shit, will. So there's maybe not a point, and maybe it was just to serve as a reminder. That you are not alone when you feel this way. You are not alone when you feel this way. And you can bet your bottom dollar that your idol, that your hero in whatever your, you know, industry is, whether it be Nikki Makeup for me or, you know, Mama Mitchell for others, whoever they are, I bet you that they have felt this way before. And I bet you that they have felt this way more recently than we think it is a part of the human condition to have insecurities and to be vulnerable, that it is part of a creative's condition to have moments where they feel like they haven't lived up to their potential. It's how we bounce back from those moments that count. But anyway, that's enough from me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. It's a little bit different. So on the next episode of Behind the Brush, we'll be back to regular programming. I'll have another amazing guest for you. They'll be spilling their secrets on how they built their career. In the meantime, keep up with me on Instagram. It'll be so much fun. You'll get to see the meltdowns as they happen. <laughs> My artistry account is at Beth Wilson underscore MUA. The brand is at Buy St. Jack. That's b St. Jack. Also, don't forget, you can get 15% off everything on the St. Jack website using the code BRUSH15. So if you want to give the makeup cleaning this a go, now is your chance. But until then, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.